Researchers in Europe are looking, obviously, at vaccines that have been rolled out and the impact it is having on people's health, but are also looking at people's mental health during these times, something that is very easy to forget. And they're noting that the most sought-after medication are antidepressants. And it is unbelievable the number of people who are looking for them, because this is a difficult time for people to be living through. And it can easily, um, you know, it can easily get you down uh, in, 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 with quarantine, with the fear, and, 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 we, and it, it goes across all ages, from the very young to the very old. So it is something that we should be aware of. And, um, and remember that uh, people are discouraged. This is a discouraging time to be living. And I find it very helpful myself, uh, particularly in this gospel, to see that, you know, we often forget that Jesus is human, but to see in this gospel that Jesus was discouraged. Jesus himself suffered from discouragement because he was leading his disciples, the one he has chosen, and he was trying to communicate the essence of who he was to them. And just when he was feeling that he had nailed it, that he had gotten the message across to them, he asked them, not only who do people say I am, but who do you say I am? Who am I to you, to his disciples, his innermost friends? And they all said different options. And then Peter, the one he had chosen, said, you are the Christ, you are the Messiah. And he was delighted with this. It was not flesh and blood that revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. This is it. They're finally getting my message. And then when he goes on and says, but I must suffer and die, that's part of God's plan for me. And, and Peter then immediately says, never, this is never going to happen to you. And then we have that very strong rebuke, get behind me, Satan. And then we have the gospel of today following that. So there's confusion among the disciples and there's tremendous discouragement in the life of Jesus. And at important times in his life, Jesus always goes away to pray. And that is what he does today. He goes up the mountain to pray. And he brings three of his disciples with him. When he is at prayer, he is in the presence of God on the mountain. And he becomes radiant. A bright light is present. And this bright light will remind us of when the people of Israel were escaping slavery and going through the wilderness. God led them by a tower of flame by night. So God is present with them at this time. And the, the, the apostles are observing this. Not only does uh, Jesus become radiant with God's presence, the people, the disciples are experiencing the depth of who he is, that inner communion between God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But they also see Elijah and Moses there, and to see that they are talking. And Elijah and Moses are two of the greats of the Old Testament who themselves 
suffered great discouragement in their life as well. Elijah was being hunted by people who wanted to kill him, a whole gang who wanted to kill him, and he went up the mountain looking for God. And there was a huge storm, and he thought God was in the huge storm, the strong wind like a hurricane. And then there was lightning and thunder, and he thought God was going to reveal himself in the lightning and thunder. And then there was a gentle breeze, and God spoke to him in that very gentle breeze. And he told him to go back, not to run away, to go back and to trust him that God's will will be done through him. And we see Moses, and we know the story well. After leading the people out of slavery, he goes up the mountain to seal the covenant between God and his people. You will be my people, I will be your God. And something very solemn takes place. God writes the Ten Commandments, they make the deal. They make the covenant between God and his people. And as Moses is walking back down the mountain, he sees they have made for themselves a false god. And they've turned their back on God. And in anger, he throws down the tablets of stone and they break in pieces. But that is not the end. Moses is brought back up the mountain again. And he meets God again and God writes twice. God writes out the commandments again. So it's important that we remember the God that we worship is a God who doesn't let go. So after experiencing all of this, once again, we see Peter comes into focus. And we know by the word that he says to Jesus, Rabbi, and that's a clue for somebody who's not getting the message of Jesus. Those who get the message call him Lord. Those who don't get the message call him Rabbi. And he says, Rabbi once again. And he, he says, let's make three tents, referring to the Feast of Tabernacles, temporary dwelling places for God. He just wants to enjoy the vision and nothing else. But then we see that Peter is rebuked once again. This time, not by Jesus, this time by God. Because the cloud, the dwelling place of God, descends upon them. And the voice speaks and said, This is my beloved son, listen to him. Now this is the third time that Jesus is manifested as the son of God. At his baptism, here on the mountain, and then on the cross. Truly, this man was the son of God. And what God is inviting the disciples to do is to listen profoundly, pay attention to what Jesus is saying about God in his passion, death, and resurrection. To listen at the very core of our being to the love that is being communicated through this. To accept and integrate into our lives the forgiveness that has been offered to us through his passion, death, and resurrection. This is what God is saying to the apostles and to all of us. Listen to him. And that brings me on to then the next part of my homily, which changes gear a little bit, because it addresses discouragement. 
And the whole purpose of this event for Jesus was to be encouraged. The whole purpose of this event was that the disciples, when they hit the wall, when they were at the very bottom, they would remember this and be encouraged. And this is something we're invited to remember as well. St. Ignatius puts it very strongly. He says, fight the devil of discouragement. That's very strong. He calls discouragement as directly from the devil. God is encouragement. The devil is discouragement. And that is what we are invited to fight at all times. So like Elijah listening to the gentle voice, let us listen to the gentle voices of discouragement around us today. There is a beautiful one in, from the oldest woman in Europe. She's 117 years of age. And you know, we should pay attention to somebody like that. Because this woman, she is a nun. She's Sister Andre. She's French. And she has lived through World War I, World War II, the flu pandemic that destroyed the lives of millions and millions, worse than what we have today. And she's even survived the pandemic, COVID herself. And she gave very beautiful advice. She says, very simply, we will get through it and all will be well. That's a beautiful voice coming from God of encouragement. We will get through it and all will be well. There's just two other things I'll say very briefly. I'm not sure where I read it, but it said, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with other people. And that is the importance of when we are discouraged, the importance of surrounding ourselves with supportive and authentic friends in our life. People who will just keep us going, give us the extra nudge, the consoling word, the encouraging word. It is very important when we are discouraged that we reach out to other people and share with them that we are discouraged and to, be, and to allow them to support us and encourage us in our lives. And finally, St. Ignatius says, my favorite topic of all is, he said, when you are discouraged, practice gratitude. Difficult, but essential. Instead of focusing on what is broken in your life and is missing in your life, go against that by focusing on the blessings and what is good and present in your life and in the world in which we live in. So if we are discouraged, let us remember that Jesus himself was discouraged. And let us, let us pay attention to what he does. He, he, he hears God's voice encouraging him. He lets God's love and forgiveness, God's presence into his life. And we should pay attention to that, but we also should pay attention to Sister Andre. You know, we will get through it and all will be well.